0: Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Lauren. And this is Downstage Left Podcast where we talk a little, laugh a lot. No. And know nothing. We know nothing. That is it. <laughs> Man, sometimes I say it a lot and then I can't remember what our like intro is. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what are you doing today, Karen? Oh, what a struggle. What a <laughs> struggling time. Uh I'm doing great. Good. Uh Lauren, today yeah. we are going to continue my quest oh my into Karen Butler Notice Us. And we're going to do another Carrie Butler show. Carrie Uh, Butler. Today we're doing Disaster the Musical.
1: Disaster.
0: Do you, what are your thoughts? Do you know about it? Have you heard of it?
1: I don't think I know very much about disaster. Um, I want to say from my, like, listening of other mediums, from other mediums, I want to say I believe there is a scientist involved. But. And i think okay. that's all i know about okay disaster, the musical well, i don't know we anything
0: we'll is. see if you are right okay, uh, on your guesses so uh disaster is a jukebox musical uh written by seth radetsky oh yeah
1: yeah seth radetsky he does the um yep. the djing for the broadway station he does, and does
0: yeah. that and also is a piano player he's played in a million he's pits. So good, yeah. he's very very good uh and it is a it's a jukebox, which you know I kind of love a jukebox musical. I know they're like weirdly they're kitschy, but they're good. They're great. kitschy and sometimes they're like uh like poo-pooed in the community. But I will say I love a good good jukebox I should clarify. I love <laughs> a good jukebox musical. Uh and there it's, some not good ones. there are some terrible ones. But this one is very fun and it's based on nineteen seventies disaster films. So a little background in the 1970s man were movies great just kidding they were <laughs> pretty awful uh but they were they had this thing where nine, they were in the 70s like disaster movies were huge so it was like Poseidon's adventure was like a cruise ship sinking which they did remake later in the like early 2000s called or maybe late 90s called Poseidon and like Emmy Rossum's in it and uh, yeah like uh, Richard Dreyfuss is in it and it's like a crazy thing so they did a remake of it Okay. Um, but Towering Inferno uh, Earthquake (laughs) uh, just all the Orca like there's just all these movies that were about disasters like natural disasters buildings catching on fire boats sinking etc so these
1: are the conflicts we had in the 70s
0: Right. Sure, uh, That if, if only now. So, uh, tidal waves, that was like a big thing. So, Disaster is based on all of those things and kind of rolled into one. Um, and it's, uh, obviously, it is a comedy. Um, it was, so, Seth Rudesky actually started working on this a million years before it even sort of came to fruition. So, he started this back in the 90s. Uh, and developed a concept that was going to be reminiscent of 70s disaster films, uh, and originally it was going to be based on the 1977 New York blackout. Oh, okay. So, they kind of, you know, worked some things, and it was mostly for, I believe, uh, he, they were kind of working on it, kind of didn't go anywhere, in 2011... Uh, Rodetsky got asked to do a be- like a benefit show uh, for a nonprofit and decided to turn the disaster musical into an like take the idea and actually make it work. And so over the next three months, he and Jack Plotnick revised the concept and wrote the first script. Um, major changes included they widened the plot's range, so instead of just the New York blackout. Uh, they decided to introduce a number of catastrophes common in the 70s films that they had watched growing up. Oh. Um, it impressed critics. Uh, the musical later had a nine-show off-Broadway off, off Broadway run mm-hmm, and then made it into an off-Broadway production. Then it went to Broadway. So it really did sort of the gamut of all the places you can kind of be before you get some place. Uh, it opened in March 2016 at the Nederlander Theater on Broadway. And had an all-star cast um, and ran for 32 previews and 72 regular performances. And then a cast album was released. It closed in May 8th of 2016. Hmm. Now, some of this star-studded cast that we're talking about are actually really big like theater Broadway names. Roger Bart, Carrie Butler, oh, Kevin Chamberlain, Adam Pascal, Faith Prince, Rachel oh York, Max Crum, and Jennifer Simmerd. And then Bailey Luttrell is the one, like, child, and it's the son of Brian Luttrell of Backstreet Boys fame. Oh, yeah, 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 Who, listeners who are not liberal, he is problematic. So yeah. do your own research there. But Backstreet Boys, a jam. Oh. Okay, so let me take you in. Now that you have this scene I have set, the, the background I mean, information. truly, the names I just named are, like, They're big huge, yeah. Broadway names. Yeah. And I think part of it is because Seth Rudetsky is friends and just has such a good, not only professional all the things, but like just knows these people that it's a fun show to be a part of too. There's something, there is something to be said about a show that is Mm -hmm. self-aware. We've talked about Xanadu previously. Uh, I like a show that's self-aware that can kind of make fun of itself uh, and doesn't, and you know, I'm not discounting like Les Mis, but (laughs) But there is something, yeah, there is something to be said about people knowing that they're in a comedy and being able to do comedic things. Yeah,
1: no, I agree with that. uh,
0: Let us dive in. Disaster. The musical. Uh, it takes place in 1979 Manhattan Great. during opening night of the Barracuda, the first floating casino and discotheque in New York.
1: I want to go to that.
0: Sure, it I doesn't be exist. A part of it. I but, know, but I really want to go. Um, no, that sounds, sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, dancing and gambling. Yeah, count me in. I'm into it. Uh, the characters gather to gamble and dance, unaware of an impending natural disaster's and the building's lack of safety measures compound these ca- catastrophes. Okay. Um, the boats building. Sure. Um,
1: yeah, notably, notably, you know, when you build a boat, sometimes you cut some corners.
0: Sure. Notably, the casino structure was built on a fault line, which causes earthquakes throughout the show. The plot follows several characters' dynamics and interactions uh, through opening night as they deal with various things. And this is, like, heavily drawing from Poseidon Adventure, like yeah, a boat yeah. shipping, a uh, ship sinking. Boat shipping. Ugh. Boat shipping. Oh, man. Ship sometimes with what? Talking is hard. Um, <laughs> okay. Here we go. We're in. Act one. It's 1979 and the opening night for Barracuda, New York's first floating casino.
1: Okay, sorry. Every time you think you say Barracuda, I think of the heart song. Sure, so Barracuda. That's yeah, that's all yeah. I got. I just needed to tell that to the world.
0: Absolutely. And also, I'm reading from Wikipedia, our favorite source of things. Yep. Uh, Chad Rubick is Chad. looking for female company.
1: Gross!
0: I know that's a. Re- I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna be honest. I just gave Wikipedia such props, and then it really <laughs> let us down. Dang. And then
1: this happened. Sure, what a gross way to describe that. Chad
0: Rubik it. is looking for female his company. Name is Chad. Sure, Fine. and he's singing, and that's the opening number. Hot stuff. Great. Also, friends, go look up this soundtrack. It's dope. Yeah. Um, uh, he's looking for female company. Hot oh, stuff, and decides amazing. to join his best friend Scott as a waiter aboard the casino boat. Meanwhile, on the pier, Professor Ted Scheider is collecting water samples to determine whether the new pier has been drilled directly into a dangerous fault line. Great. So there's your so scientist.
1: It yeah, yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> a scientist.
0: Marianne, a freelance reporter, has heard that Tony Delvecchio, the owner of the Barracuda, ran out of money and had to cut corners. He asks her to join him on board for some drinks, and she agrees, hoping to get the scoop. So... This is very reminiscent of a 70s plotline. Uh-huh. You have like two freewheeling friends yeah. looking for a good time. You have a scientist who's going to uncover all these scientific things. And you have a a hungry journalist talking to a shady, like, rich person. Yes. This, like, these tropes, and let's be real, they still exist. They but, like, exist, in yeah. the 70s, every movie had them. That's oh, so good. Uh, while guests wait in line, a dour sister Mary Downey, so now we have a nun, Uh, appears collecting money for the Orphans Fund and warning people that gambling is a sin. She sings the Lord's Prayer. Uh She meets Shirley and Maury Summers, who are celebrating Maury's retirement. Despite the sisters' protestations, Shirley buys her a ticket and she enters the casino. Faded disco star Lavora Verona runs onto the pier with her precious dog, Baby. She successfully avoids a cab driver she can't afford to pay and gets on board Hoping she'll win back her fortune. So now we have entered in, also the rest of what disaster movies had, which is yeah. like a a nun, which you know usually some like moral or spiritually great I'd say, person, like a religious figures yeah, old people, always, <laughs> always an old couple, I don't love it, whatevs, and then um like a glamorous, you know, think Mary, like kind think of the movie star from yeah. Gilligan's Isle, like it's it's that for oh, sure. So
1: good. The names of all these people are oh just very seventies. Oh, so, so good.
0: Inside her casino dressing room, sexy lounge singer Jackie... So, now you have the sexy lounge singer and you have the, like, has-been. Sure. Um, disco star. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sexy lounge singer Jackie excitedly tells her children, 11-year-old twins, Ben and Lisa, that Tony told her, if tonight goes perfectly, he will ask me to marry him, possibly. What? Sure. This is a funny... So, kind of a funny note. Tony, we recalls the builder who cut corners, yeah. or the owner... Um, in the show, Ben and Lisa are played singularly by Bailey Luttrell. And they do a thing where he either only appears as one and is like, I'll go get my sister! Runs off stage and like gets a, a wig, wig. <laughs> comes back on and is like, where's my brother? And they play it like that. And then in one particular song, and I think we'll get to it... Does the old half down the middle? Oh
1: my god! And faces
0: one way as Ben, and faces the other way as Lisa. It's a very great comedic trope.
1: My favorite tongue-in-cheek moments. Amazing, so good.
0: I love, I love a cast doubling. So, uh, Tony, we now know, is with Jackie, and she thinks they're going to get married, but Tony's—it sounds like—stringing her along. Uh, Tony enters just as Tremor shakes the room, causing uh, Ben, Ben's uh, toy—I'm sorry—causing Ben's light bright toy to fall to the ground. Ben cries as he notices that the light bright pieces are lost in the shag carpeting. Uh, If you don't know what light bright is, uh, and this maybe tells you what kind of toys existed in the seventies and eighties, light bright was essentially a thing uh, like a board that lit up, and you would put like a black piece of paper over it, and then you would have colored clear pieces that you would stab into the black paper, and then they would be lit from behind by the light. And you could, like, make pictures. Yeah.
1: And I love that, of course, there was shag carpeting that wasn't mentioned before. Correct. And now, and they're all in there.
0: <laughs> so, really hitting all the 70s tropes, which I think is great. Wonderful. Uh, Tony explains that the tremor was probably caused by a nearby construction and tell, tells Ben that he should never, ever cry. Also a 70s macho stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie then goes on stage to wow the opening night crowd Saturday night. During her number, Scheider warns Tony that the vibrations from everyone dancing is going to trigger an earthquake, and Tony angrily throws him off the ship. Meanwhile, Sister Mary is practically salivating over a Hawaii Five-O themed slot machine, what? but when noticed by Shirley, adamantly denies having a gambling addiction. Sure. So our nun has a gambling addiction. Yep,
1: okay. I was wondering why she was there. Like, there's like sure. only so much you can do to be like, stop doing well, the bad thing. nothing
0: is funnier than a nun with a problem. Uh, yeah, fine. Marianne, our reporter, played by Carrie Butler, Great. tries I to interview. If that was her. Sure, it is her. Marianne tries to interview Tony, but he's only interested in one thing yep. the song, Do You Want to Make Love? Great. Gross. She, again, <laughs> yeah, listen, the show is hilarious, but also 70s, kind of a gross time. Yeah. Uh, she accuses him of having a trapdoor installed at the bottom of the ship to dump illegal contraband <gasps> and produces proof that he skipped safety precautions. Wow. Tony panics, but is unable to sneak away when Marianne freezes at the sight of Chad, who has offered them a drink.
1: Oh, because he's looking shaken, for the company.
0: <laughs> shaken, she apologizes to Chad for leaving him at the altar years ago. Oh, no. Marianne and Chad.
1: Oh, shit. Chad is
0: played by Adam Pascal.
1: Great. Oh, I love that.
0: Uh, shaken, oh, she apologizes. He tells her it's fine and then retreats to the bathroom to per- express his true feelings, the song Without You.
1: Great. I was wondering if it was like, it's fine, and then he's like crying. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Uh,
0: hurt by Chad's indifference, Marianne drinks an entire an entire bottle of wine, then runs into Lisa, that kind of girl. the twin, the girl twin, okay. and tries to convince her and herself that being an independent woman is the most important thing in the world. They sing a mashup of, I am woman, that's the way I've always heard it should be. Great. Amazing. Cool. Jackie <laughs> is in her dressing room when Scheider runs into hide. He explains that the earthquake is coming and enlists Ben and Lisa to run and tell the captain to ready the lifeboats. Tony suddenly enters and Scheider quickly throws on a bird mask. Jackie covers by telling Tony that Scheider is a performer she hired and drags him on stage. They sing Mockingbird.
1: Listen, the action happens pretty damn quick. Like, the, yes. the build-up was small. And it's then No, we're like, going. Here it's time. Go. That's how
0: those movies were. I love because it. Because it had to be, so this, in a way where... Those movies would set the scene very quickly. Like these are the people. There's the old people. There's the hot guy. There's the girl he falls in love with. Like it was all that, and then the disaster. And then the rest, the ninety minutes of the rest of the movie, were the disaster. And them like combating the disaster. So this is very on, very on point. Uh, Shirley and Mari run into a depressed Marianne, who is surprised to find out they're married because they seem so happy. What a commentary. They admit that marriage is hard, but tell her that they still love each other dearly. Still the one. Which is cute. Nice. Uh, while Scheider hides out with Jackie, he reveals that his first wife, Dr. Wo-Ching Lee, died in a volcanic explosion and he feels responsible. Whoa! That was also kind of a trope of those movies, which was always like a widowed person who like lost that person to a disaster. Whoa. So that's like their motivating force is to be like... I gotta prevent this one because I lost my wife, you know, things like sure, that. Sure,
1: no, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: Since then, he's become a disaster expert and tells Jackie one of the main rules is to not try, sorry, is not to try to save individual lives. When Jackie leaves to perform, we see three private moments. Chad sings about Marianne, Marianne sings about Chad, and Shider, and Sh- sorry, Sh- Shider sings about whoa. Oh my God. And they sing feelings.
1: Oh, great. okay, good. Amazing, <laughs> amazing.
0: In the casino, Sister Mary's out of tune guitar upsets Baby the dog. Mm-hmm. Lavora is extremely insulted because Sister doesn't know any of her hit songs, include including "Making Sweet Sweet Love" and "Put It Where I Want It." Gross Lavora leaves in a huff, unknowingly dropping a quarter. a quarter. Sister Mary knows she should give it to the orphans, but imagines gambling it and winning them more. Nonetheless, she tries to walk away from the slot machine, but is unable to, singing Never Can Say Goodbye. <laughs> uh so Oh I love that. <laughs> Sister Mary is played uh is played by uh Jennifer Simard and is very, oh, very funny. I love Because it. she plays it like a mean nun in the beginning. Yeah. And then when she gets to this song, like gets into it. And it's <laughs> very funny. Uh, So, you know, what a classic, classic performance. That's so good. Um, Sister Mary ultimately gambles away all the funds, all the money, because that's gambling, y'all. Yeah, that's how addictions Uh, work, yeah. She bumps into Shirley on the elevator, and they ride in uncomfortable silence, interrupted (laughs) only by elevator music. Feels so good. Sure. Suddenly, Shirley reveals that she has a fatal disease. So this is the old couple, Shirley and Mari. Yeah. Shirley, Mori. Yeah. Shirley's dying. Um, uh, she explains that she'll soon, soon show the final warning signs, like uncontrollable winking mm-hmm. and inappropriate verbal outbursts.
1: What disease is this? Sure.
0: She's played by Faith Prince, and it's very funny. Okay, I was wondering um, if that was the Faith Prince. Yes, I she's hilarious. Her. I believe Mari is played by Kevin Chamberlain. Okay, okay. Love that. So, um, Scott, who's Chad's friend, the waiter, is Max Crum. Tony Del Vecchio is, uh, Roger Bart. Yes. And... I can't remember. I genuinely can't remember who the other two are. So okay. we'll look it up. Literally go to Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to scroll up. All right. <laughs> uh, so suddenly, uh, so she reveals all that. She hasn't told Mari because she wants whatever time they have left to only be happy. Shirley shyly suggests she might soon end it all because she oh. doesn't want Mari to have to watch her suffer. Oh my God. The sister tells her unequivocally that taking one's life is a sin and an eternity in hell will, will await her if she does it. Ben and Lisa, the twins, run into Chad and tell him that an earthquake is coming, and he immediately runs off to warn Marianne. Because he still loves her. They still love each other. Uh, In the casino, a wealthy woman approaches Lavora and offers to buy baby for an extraordinary sum. Lavora can't uh, bear to part with the only thing she's ever loved, yet she has only one quarter left to gamble and gain back her fortune. She knocks on wood. Oh, sorry. She knocks on the wood-paneled slot machine for luck and talks to baby. Knock on wood, a classic 70s song. Soon, various patrons are knocking along with her on the machines, the floor, everything. Oh, no. While this is happening, Marianne confronts Tony about the safety precautions and runs away as he tries to throw her off the boat. Sure, Tony is a sleazebag.
1: What the fuck?
0: Chad sees Marianne hiding and tells her to get off the boat, but she misunderstands thinking Tony has sent him. Shider has heard the knocking and runs it to the casino to warn everyone they're going to trigger an earthquake. Yeah. They stop and start to tiptoe off the boat, <laughs> which is hilarious. I
1: loved it. just the image of everyone knocking at me like... And then going, Who? oh, my God. And then oh, no. tiptoeing. And tip-toeing.
0: Um, <laughs> tiptoeing. They stop and start to tiptoe off the boat, but Lavora has put in her quarter and wins Hawaii Five-0. Oh. oh, yeah. All the coins pouring out of the machine hit the floor and trigger an enormous earthquake.
1: Oh, Lavora, come on. And that
0: is the end of Act One.
1: What Ugh. A-
0: Act. My sure. My goodness. We've set up all the things now. Uh, act two uh opens with All Right Now to reveal massive destruction in the casino as well as the Hawaii 50 slot machine lever impaled in Scott's stomach. Whoa. Chad arrives and tries to get Scott to safety.
1: Wait a minute. He's still alive.
0: He's still alive. He's just got a, he's, a lever
1: sticking out he's, of his He's dying. Okay. Uh,
0: they sing, You're My Best Friend. oh But Scott dies. Oh, okay. Shirley, Mari, Jackie, and Lisa are all in Jackie's dressing room, but Jackie soon leaves to find Ben, who's missing. In a deserted hallway, Tony explains to his right-hand man that the earthquake actually solved his problems. It will be considered a force of nature, and all of his debt will be paid. And he's positive he'll end the night being seen as a hero. So Tony thinks this is a great thing.
1: Why do why does he think he's going to be the hero? Because he he's going to
0: save everyone, I guess. I don't well, he's know. Going save he's him? going to He's going to. Okay. He
1: hasn't done it yet. Not yet. Got it. Okay.
0: Got it. Chad is on the deck to give Scott a burial at sea. Oh. Which sorry, Scott, oh. uh, and runs into the wealthy man whose wife was killed by a falling ice structure sculpture. Sorry. Oh. Uh, they sing three times a lady. <sighs> While waiting in Jackie's dressing room, Shirley starts showing signs of her impending death.
1: Oh no! Inappropriate
0: Shirley. verbal outbursts and winking. And Lisa discovers Ben, who has passed out because of his diabetes. Lisa volunteers to carry Ben to the infirmary to get insulin, and Mari and Shirley follow. Oh. So, ben. ben is now, I believe, in this, if I recall, carrying a doll. Because Ben is and Lisa are played by the same person.
1: Oh, okay. that's They're the twins. Like, Wait a
0: minute. Correct.
1: How, how are they on stage at the same time? I'm
0: almost positive doubles. it is a dummy. <laughs> that is used very funnily.
1: What? All right, great.
0: Uh, on the way to meet the sister who is praying for death because she thinks that the earthquake was her punishment, mm. uh, she's certain that God wants her in hell, but surely convinces her that God actually wants her to help other people, and they all set off for the insulin. Lisa spies the infirmary, and they run into and they run to it. They sing the song, Ben made popular by creepy Michael Jackson. There's a movie called Ben. It's a oh, whole thing. Look it up. Okay, yeah. Ben is revived in the nick of time. Everyone in the casino is panicking because the earthquake has caused the boat to detach from the pier. Oh. But Tony is calm and, di- and directs people to the lifeboats. However, Scheider warns that a tidal wave is coming yep. and quickly ushers them into the hallway. Okay. Upon learning this, Marianne runs out onto the deck and gets Chad off his lifeboat and they sing, Baby, Hold On To Me. Mm-hmm. Which is a great song, too. And back onto the ship. The tidal wave hits, and the ship turns upside down. Mm -hmm. Scheider assures everyone that the safest thing to do is to stay put, but Tony boasts that he'll save everyone through an exit ladder in the kitchen. Scheider objects, but Tony assures them the kitchen has fire doors and is therefore safe, so half the survivors, including Jackie, Ben, and Lisa, leave with him.
1: So wait, how does that happen on stage? How is Um, is the whole set flipping? The
0: whole set flips by just, like, things being, like, flown in and, like, looking upside That's down. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, Very cool. Uh, let's see. Lisa, uh, do you, nope. Oh, I lost my place. Uh, the others choose to wait it out with Scheider. 25 or 624, which is also a great song. Yes. There's an explosion from the kitchen and only Tony reappears. Oh. Scheider realizes Tony lied about the fire doors and they all express their anger at him as Chad also shares his anger with Marianne for not showing up to their wedding sky high. Um, so this is they like the climactic-
1: since their wedding? Oh, sure. shit.
0: Well, cause she- No, 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 cause remember she ran out on him. She left him at the altar. Yeah, and
1: they didn't discuss it. Alright, right. fine. Okay.
0: Uh, Jackie and her children survive the blast, but are hanging from a wall. She hopes Tony will come and rescue them, but the kids know better. When will I be loved? Another oh, great song. Shider decides to buck his own rules, braves the fire, and arrives to rescue them with a daring routine on a high beam. Nadia's theme. Nadia Comaneci was a very famous Russian gymnast in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. One gold, got a perfect 10. It's a whole thing. Look it up. On their way back to the casino, they hear Tony, who's trapped in a flooded room with sharks. Don't cry out loud. The explosion has separated Lavora from her dog, Baby. The oh. sister appears and helps Lavora find him by strumming her guitar until he barks. Come to me. Aww. Oh. Mary Ann admits to Chad she did love him, but was scared their marriage would make them as miserable as her parents. They find themselves in awesome. a room that's floating and filled with man-eating piranhas.
1: Great another what? classic seven
0: stroke <laughs> only The only way to escape is through a watertight door, but it's locked obviously no of course yeah. Perched together atop a pile of chairs, Chad admits he regrets not calling her for years, and they sing, "I really want to see you tonight cool great suddenly they hear sounds above them and start banging Morse code on the ceiling screaming for help knock three times cool in the casino Jackie and her kids reappear and Tony thanks Schneider for for rescuing him he tells little Ben that it's good to cry every day to which Ben responds I already do oh my god which is hilarious oh. Tony tries to reconnect with Jackie but she decides to end their rela- relationship and sings a big old belty I will survive yes Shirley hears Chad and Marianne's Morse code, and Shredder informs them that he has instructions on how to unlock the door in his disaster handbook. Shirley tells him she was a tap dance champion and will tap out the instructions. Obviously. Sure, gotta get a tap number You to gotta
1: end. have a tap um,
0: number. The sister quietly asks Shirley if it's wise to exert herself because it might lead to death, but Shirley tells her she might as well go out helping people, and oh, the sister blesses her decision. Good
1: for her. Shirley? That's you know, right. Class act.
0: Shirley taps out the instructions, a fifth of Beethoven, Chad and Marianne it. are saved and pledge their love for each other. Reunited, Lovely. and Shirley dies in Maury's arms. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, we all okay. saw that one coming. We did see right? that. Yeah. She tapped herself she to death. Like, but saved and stuff. those people. Yeah. A swarm of rats no. attack everyone. What? Uh, it's attack. No. So everyone rushes to safety in Tony's private <gasps> office, where Tony apologizes for everything and finally admits there is a trapdoor on the bottom of the ship. Ben points out that the ship is upside down and therefore the trapdoor is on the ceiling. They all escape onto the top of the ship as the sun rises, daybreak. A helicopter appears and drops harnesses. As survivors buckle themselves in, Scheider reveals his feelings for Jackie, hooked on a feeling. Oh yeah. And they all begin flying off to safety. Because the pier was destroyed, the helicopter is taking them to New Jersey. When Lavona, sorry, Lavora hears where they're heading, she exclaims, New Jersey? This is the worst disaster yet. <laughs> Um, it's very fun because oh, the end it of when the New show.
1: On New Jersey. <laughs> sure, what a
0: burn! And it's all New York people, so they're yeah. like, "Screw you!" Yes, but this is perfect. Uh, the show ends with they drop down like life preservers and um, harnesses hidden, and everyone like goes through the life preserver hole yeah. and hooks in, and then that's how they like fly I assume them. They all like, yeah, flew out. That's how they kind of fly them out. So love it. that is disaster. Uh, I, I, here's the thing: I it's one of my favorites because one, the music is good. Yeah, um, sounds like it. As we know, I love an even decade usually for music, 40s, 60s, 80s, 2000s, I guess, yes. uh, 20s. It's one of those, this is the exception, where he, he cherry-picked yeah. all the good 70s songs, put them into a thing, and then made a ridiculous plot oh, so that is obviously very funny, but smart. Like, it's smart and it makes sense, and it really, if you're familiar with those movies from the 70s, Uh, it's very funny because that's what they were. They were like that, where it was like, there's not, you know, rats, piranhas, like sharks. It was, it was all those kinds of like, all the things that you could have in one show. Uh, the other thing I liked about this, uh, and you can go on YouTube and find it, but at the end of the show, because he had so many like named celebrity theater people, uh, they would at the end of not, I don't think each show but they would have them do songs from shows that they were big in oh. and and if people were attending so Daphne Ruavega yeah I believe is her name from Rent was in the audience one night came out saying uh sang a song with Adam Pascal from Rent like oh, they did they my. did a song from Rent um uh there were uh, Laura Bell Bundy and uh somebody else were in the audience from Hairspray so they came on and they did Big Girls um my mom and my, big girl my, now. yep yeah. mom's a big girl now with oh, Carrie Butler love it. and they and they would pull up people and so it was a fundraiser so they would have people bid to come on stage and they would just go call out like hundred joy and great 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 oh. and it all went toward um a, 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 some sort of charity but That's those videos are all on uh, are all on YouTube. Yes. And you can watch them. Cheyenne Jackson was there one night. So they yes, did, so they did Suddenly stuff. from Xanadu. Yes. Um, You know, they had, like I said, just people kind of coming in and out. Uh, Jackie Hoffman was there the night they did um, Mama, I'm a Big Girl Now, who played Penny, yes. who played her mom in yeah. Hairspray. So oh, that's so cool. Uh, it was just kind of a neat thing where I think because he is such. You don't always get, you know, you get people who. Write shows and uh, produce them and whatever, but the in- interesting thing I find about Rodetsky is that he, like, was already in the trenches. Like, he yeah. has been a pit musician for years and doing sort of all those things and playing for shows and sort of for him to write a musical is a like a little bit different. You yeah, know what it I mean? Is. Yeah. Um, and just obviously a good sense of humor and if you ever watch any of like. I encourage you if you don't have Serious Radio, just go online and YouTube search him, yeah. and he has so many good videos with Broadway stars and Broadway people that are funny and hilarious. He that does, like, cool are good. Where they, like, he sing does great and stuff. interviews. It's very good. Well, and he's so. This is the part I like about him is he knows the material so well that whenever he's talking to anybody, he knows exactly what show they've been in. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what part they played, and so when he interviews and talks to him and asks questions. It comes from such an interesting place of knowledge as opposed to, like, this is my big sometimes, like, gripe about, like, a Jimmy Fallon or Jay Leno. Jay Leno was the biggest... Tell me about your thing. That they've never watched, and they're like, oh, cool, so it's a a sewing show? And it's like Heidi Klum promoting, you know, (laughs) uh, promoting Project Runway. And it's like, (laughs) you know, it's a thing they don't care about, so they haven't watched it. So Seth Rudetsky, whenever he does interviews with people... Um, is like it's just very personable in that way yeah. and he's very very funny it? so that's the other thing but
1: well and he's like genuinely like a super nice human yes like I've interacted with him via email a couple of times oh okay I was at one point in my youth, like very youth, uh, trying to get an internship in New York. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, you can come along. And I was like, for real? It didn't work out for a lot of reasons. Sure. But I was like, what a nice dude to just be like, yeah, email me and I'll email you back personally. Sure. It was very cool. Well,
0: and that's, I mean, that's also, I think, one of the cool things about the theater community in general is... These like big stars that are doing these things that we know them very well for, and they still are such good about so good about interactions and and things like that, where they're weirdly kind of accessible mm-hmm. in a way that we should for sure respect yeah. and not encrouch upon their privacy but you know just a just really sort of relatable in that way but i encourage everybody um you're right there's a scientist i was right um i
1: should get like a point or something sure on the
0: on the scale we should um, start
1: doing that where we like if we don't know the show make some predictions and sure you get some if points. you get
0: you if you make the right <laughs> prediction so um on my scale of uh you know good bad whatever i'm gonna give it um six piranhas great uh one piranha would have been um not good you live Uh, six piranhas they've eaten your flesh and you're dead uh and that means you did not survive and that means it's a good it's a good show um because you immersed yourself you You really got eaten by the piranhas so six piranhas um i no, it's it's a fun show i like i said i know sometimes jukebox musicals (laughs) get shit on but I find them when they're done well. Yeah. I think they're so funny. And like I said, this soundtrack. Even if you're like, I don't care about '70s disaster movies. They did a. They did a cast recording. Go look up the cast recording. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. It is hilarious. It's very, very funny, and it's awesome. It's all these like Broadway greats singing fun 70s songs, and it just, it just, it sounds great. Like I, I, I don't know what else to say other than it sounds great. So, um, I encourage everybody to go listen to it. Uh, maybe I. Don't think there's a, again, never encouraging bootlegs, but Broadway also, get on top of it, get these things recorded, and then when yeah, shows are done, accessible. you can still make money off of them because you're still selling them. Yeah, anyway, Broadway HD is starting to do that a little bit more, little but bit. Um, this is a fun one to try to watch and just watch clips from, and like I said, watch the after stuff because um, it's great. It's just very, it's just a fun time uh, to, to take a look at. So, uh, Six Piranhas.
1: Do we, don't we normally do five? Are we going? No, I'm just, like, I'm making whatever I don't feel like. Okay, that's yeah. fine.
0: Um, it could be next week. It could be 10.
1: Sure. Whatever we do Choo-choo
0: trains. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, then we're committed to 10 choo-choo trains.
0: I uh, not I'm just uh, saying it could be anything.
1: So out of six, I mean, like, I give it a five. Yep. Five or six. It sounds like fun. I The set list is fantastic. Yep. And, um like this is one that's like fun for
0: the band to play yeah
1: tongue-in-cheek mute. like yeah jokes are always my favorite thing sure Sure. and in a
0: fun way where like i said it's so self-aware that it is parroting something well
1: that's my favorite kind of stuff is like you know when you don't take yourself too seriously like we all love lay is, but it takes itself too seriously so yeah no i agree there's a
0: time and place for both. Sure. Um, but you know, in a world where maybe we need some more laughs, oh, wait. maybe Lame isn't the go to musical right now to, like, be <laughs> uplifted. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. Or it is, I don't know. I don't know your What's life. your life like? Yeah, uh, so yeah. I think that's it. Uh, we'll say exit stage left, pursued by a, a tidal piranha. Wave. Oh, A title wave. Great.